Hello, everyone. Today is Sunday, May 6th, and you're listening to episode number five of the Galactic Gaming News Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy, and alongside me, as always, good friend Josh. Hey, guys, what's going on? It's Josh. And first of all, I'd like to apologize to everybody for the delay of episode five. Had some major technical difficulties. Uh, we lost all of our stuff, um, all of our data and stuff like that. Well, I did, and stuff just kept happening. So, um, nonetheless, we're back here with episode five. And we have a special guest here with us. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, I am Eric from Empty Wallet Gamer, and uh, we do reviews on a daily basis on games that are for the financially challenged. All right. Well, he is our special guest today, and as as he as he said, he's from Empty Wallet Gamer. Um, what is the website of that? What's like? What's the URL so people can go and check that out? Ah, uh, that would be emptywalletgamer.tumblr.com. It's a fantastic blog. I mean, you guys do a great job over there. Um, so, like you said, you your got your main audience. I guess you're aiming for is for the, um, I guess every gamer, since most of us don't have a whole lot of money. But you you primarily aim towards the financially challenged gamers. I guess is, is uh, the word. The, or? Definitely for the most part. I mean, we do new games also, and we're trying to get some early review copies, but. Uh, for now, it's like if, if there's a game that's coming out that's $60 and it's not worth your time, we will definitely let you know. And we're obviously not a mega huge game reviewing company. So, you know, it's, it's, on, the, uh, it's on the level with everybody. You're trying to save some people some money. Exactly. Like Geico. Like Geico. <laughs> so 15 minutes a day on Empty Wallet Gamer can save you $15 or it can, more. It can, I, I don't know. It can definitely save you sixty if you it want. It definitely save yeah, sixty bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know how that phrase goes. I don't. I probably butchered it. I fifteen really minutes care. could save you fifteen more, fifteen percent or more or 15% less. Fifteen percent, Geico, or, whatever. Yeah. Basically, we're doing a better service than Geico. Yeah. So I mean, hey, with Empty Wallet yeah. Gamer, you're in good hands, like Allstate. See that? No, there you are. <laughs> and what, what is what is the other one? Fucking State Farm. More people choose State Farm. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Um. But yeah. Uh, this is uh, we, we talked about in previous shows how we wanted to get some uh, people from the gaming community involved in our show, and uh, Eric was the first to ask, and uh, actually the first to ask also ask a question. Mm-hmm. So, um, and he wanted to be a part of the show, and uh, we said sure, and uh, now here he is, and um, just uh, give him a nice warm welcome to the show. So, uh, I feel it all over. <laughs> I feel it all over. If you were in person, I'd give you a hug. Yeah, right. Aww. So. I'd hug you back, I guess. <laughs> One quick question that uh, I have is, uh, I'm sure people want to know, how did you guys get started with the whole Empty Wallet Gamer thing? Um, Empty Wallet Gamer was started in September of 2011, and it was originally uh, supposed to be me writing reviews once every couple of weeks and basically just get a backlog so I could get into a larger game reviewing company. My dream job is IGN, whether you love it or hate it. But uh, I want to get there eventually. And as a couple of weeks went on, more and more people got interested and asked if they could come write for me. And at this point in time, it's happened so much that we are at a 12-person crew, I believe, right now. And we probably have the most solid crew right now that we've ever had. Wow, 12 people. That's that's pretty legit. Like, we only have two. And, you mm. know, and... I think we can... I mean we're we're pretty beastly, so I mean I, I think we can handle the load, but that's that's just you know one of us alone counts as six people, so we have twelve yes, too. Come on, See, man. <laughs> All the writing you guys we have, have to activated... do. You guys have activated beast mode. I've definitely noticed. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, 
We don't like to brag, but yeah. <laughs> brushing my shoulders off. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it, it is really cool uh, what you guys are doing over there. I uh, I urge everyone to um, go check them out. I know we can't give you guys too much traffic right now uh, because we have a whole like what ten listeners probably, but. Um, for you 10 listeners out there, um, and for newbies listening for the first time, go check them out. They're really cool. They have some really good reviews, some good writers over there. Um, and you guys have some pretty good editorials as well. So, um, Thank you. I noticed one the other day was the uh, most disappointing game, which I, I caught my eye. Um, some interesting choices in there, and some actually I agreed with, some I disagreed with. But um, that's the beauty of being a gamer, mm-hmm. be able to disagree with fellow gamers and talk nicely about it. You hear that 12-year-olds, nicely. Huh. Nicely. No, you didn't screw his mom, so shut up. <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to keep count of how many people have actually been in her, so it's all right. <laughs> I, I, I've lost count. It's uh, somewhere around, like, I don't know, 500 or something. But uh, but apparently, I mean, the key is just, just to get on Call of Duty and kill them once. That's all you gotta do. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, everyone go check them out. They're really cool. Um, I guess with that note... Um, just go right into the games you've been playing, and since Eric, since you are the guest, uh, we'll start with you. Uh, anything you've been playing or messing around with? Uh, about five hours ago, I finally got my hands on Just Cause 2, and already five hours in, I am completely blown away. Uh, I was starting to play through Arkham City again just for that amazing story and that amazing gameplay, but... I've dropped it for a game that I've been wanting to play for a long time. Yeah, you're about what two two years late to the party. Yeah, <laughs> uh, two or two or three actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you know what? That is a damn hard game to find, at least new anyway. Um, they didn't make a whole lot, and I know for a little bit, in, at least in in my in our stores, we uh, we went through at least my store went through a shortage. So quite, and we had people come in every day asking for it. So uh, uh, it is a good game though. Yeah, if you if you don't mind me throwing this in there, if you guys get a chance, buy games new, uh, save the industry. Oh, dog, absolutely, definitely, absolutely. I I agree, hundred and ten percent. And I think that kind of touches on what we touched on before with you know uh, a couple episodes ago. We were talking about the generation of gamers. I think we touched on, you know, if you see, uh, especially these smaller companies who are coming up with you know like like the PSN games or the Xbox Live Arcade games like Bastion and Journey and stuff like that. Go out and buy those. Like, you know, I mean. It, pirating those games on consoles, I don't think really you have to worry about unless they have like a, a modded console, I guess. I don't know. But uh, yeah. on, on PC, I know games like that are mod, or, uh, downloaded illegally or pirated, I guess, uh, all the time. So, um, But when it comes to games, you know, support them, buy new, send the developer your money. Um, and, and I know a lot of people don't buy like stuff like Mass Effect or Battlefield because it's EA. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure EA does see a little bit of those profits, but I mean... I mean, you're, okay, yeah, you don't like EA, but you're punishing the developer. You know, I, I don't know. It doesn't make yeah. sense to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, good. Just a staggering statistic that I had heard about a month ago. Uh, there are 3 million people on Uncharted 3 with trophies, and only 1.5 million copies of it sold at the time. So wow, that, uh, is... that should probably tell you something. A lot of use, use sales. Wow. Uh, it, so, buy, uh, so buy new. Definitely buy new. Um, yeah, 100% agree with that. Uh, that's definitely a topic we can go on for a long time. It's a controversial topic. Yeah. It, it really is. I, I don't mind used games when it comes to maybe I'm looking for that old PS2 game that I can't find anywhere. 
you know, if I if I go into a GameStop or a Best Buy and see it used, uh, I don't know if Best Buy carries PS2 games anymore. But if I do, I'm gonna buy it. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, when it comes to like new games, I prefer to buy new. Um, so we've we've gotten quite a few negative comments towards us for telling people to buy new games and they're like you guys are called empty wallet gamer well yeah but at the same time we want the companies to actually succeed and there's companies out there that are struggling right now like thq and they're putting out some of the best work of their careers yeah well, and thq is not gonna have a booth at e3 now oh man they're they're not gonna be at e3 um which is kind of you know alarming to say the least because they are putting out some pretty damn good now they did make some financially dumb decisions with like um the what's it what was it called the uh drawing pad or whatever oh my god the you uh, draw tablet you draw which which sold well on the wii which was what it originally came out for so I, I guess i could see why they put it out in their systems but at the same that thing did not sell on the ps3 or xbox it did not sell um i forget the number but they actually put out a number of how many they have left just sitting in their warehouses that's a lot of wasted money right there. It so, is. Um, and they, they commented saying they're going to focus more on the core crowd. But uh, uh, what's their – the big game this year for them is what, Darksiders? Darksiders 2, yeah. Well, Which, uh, if it plays anything like the first one, could be really awesome. Yeah, because the first one was incredible. I touched on that last episode. It, it's, it drew me in. Like I don't, yeah. Some people said that didn't have a good story. The character design was stupid. And I thought they were all wrong, and it's very fantastic. And it's got me psyched for two, so – but THQ does some good things. Uh, they do have some Saints Row 3 DLC actually coming out again. I forget what it was called. Uh, Enter the Dominatrix. It there was it is. It's yeah. an April Fool's joke, actually. Huh. But, but they're actually making it now. Mm-hmm. Standalone DLC. You don't even actually have to own the original copy of Saints Row the Third. Oh, snap. That is awesome. It's kind of like Infamous Festival Blood then. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we don't get to see much of that anymore. That's kind of something that was done away with years ago and for it to start happening again pretty amazing that's that's pretty cool uh, i did not know that neither did i fun fact fun fact for the day there you go so you're playing just cause 2 um i know a lot of a lot of people and my biggest complaint with that was the story it wasn't really that i don't know engaging i guess it was just kind of like uh, go to this base to blow shit up you know there really was no reason behind it i don't know um, what do you, what do you, do you feel similar to that or do you like what's going on in the story or, uh, as for the story, I'm not, I'm not really into it enough yet. I've basically been finding bases and blowing shit up, but, uh, after playing something like Saints Row the Third and a game that's very conscientious of knowing that it's a game, it, this is definitely something along those lines where it, I don't think they're taking themselves seriously. I think it's a... I think it's a tongue-in-cheek kind of game, and I think that's kind of what's the best thing for it. On top of that, it's like, uh, oh man, there goes my gamer card. I just forgot the name of that game where you actually had a grappling hook. Hmm. Bionic, Bionic Commando? Bionic Commando. There you go. <laughs> it's just like that, except for uh, the controls are pretty good. I would say Just Cause 2 is probably one of those games that if you were to rank um, games as in having the... Uh, like, best games just to mess around and do stupid shit, it's definitely, like, top five. If not, number one. Eh, I'm only five hours in, but uh, I'm already getting that feeling, which yeah, is I mean, well, the, definitely awesome. The map is huge. Like, I was kind of overwhelmed the first time. Like, I was like, I don't know where to go. <laughs> huh, because, I got that feeling now. I mean, you look at the map on it, and it's... I, I would say it's bigger than Skyrim. And Skyrim's map's pretty large. But I, I would say it's bigger. Uh. 
and you can go everywhere. There's no off-limit areas. So yeah, huh. it it might be bigger, but at the same time, there's a lot of spaces I've noticed where there's nothing going on besides <sighs> the ability to use your grappling hook and tether somebody on a motorcycle to a car, and it'll just drag them right off of their motorcycle, which is hilariously good times. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I I would definitely consider it one of the ultimate sandbox games. Mm-hmm. Along with Saints Row the Third. Saints Row the Third is fantastic. Just saying. I, I loved I loved going around with my gothic chick smacking people in the face with a giant purple dildo. <laughs> Hours of fun. Hours of fun right there. Uh, so you've been playing Just Cause Two, uh, and you said you touched on uh, starting to play Arkham City again. Um, which I I guess on on that note uh, they have announced Harlequin's Revenge DLC. Yeah. I don't know if we mentioned this in the last episode or not. No, I think we're going to talk about it in this episode. I think, well, we did, but then we, you know, stuff happened. But yeah. um, without giving too much away, you, you know, Harley Quinn's Revenge, blah, blah, blah. you should have beaten the game by now. Yeah. So, I mean, well, I mean, it, it adds to the story, put, yeah, it, put it that way. It adds to the um, story. If you haven't played that game, come on. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I guess you're, if you're not a Batman fan, but still, even, even if then, you're not a Batman fan, it's still a great adventure game, mm-hmm. action adventure game. It's just a fantastic. Uh, anything else you've been playing there, Eric? Uh, no, actually, that's been it. But uh, on the topic of Batman, uh, when it came to Empty Wallet Gamer for our Game of the Year, uh, games that we put out there, I'm not going to say awards because we're not big enough to say that we have awards, but uh, <laughs> do you, half of the crew Do you, do actually, you send them a trophy? Like, here you go, Empty Wallet Gamers, Game of the Year. <clears throat> as long as we can make the trophy look like the box art of the Game of the Year edition of Arkham City, where oh, which, a bunch of shit written on it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Maybe we could possibly give him a trophy like that on an old action figure. I got an old Mr. Freeze from uh, the Batman and Robin movie. Oh, there you go. Awful. Ooh, buddy. Bad movie. So so you gave that, was it your game of the year? Yeah, that was my game of the year with uh, Saints Row the Third as runner-up. Good good choices, I think. I actually have no no problem with that. Um, Most game of the year lists I've seen for last year. Um, I totally respect their their opinions on it, but I, I... I, I think everyone put Skyrim number one. I'm just like, uh, you can't give a broken product <laughs> game of the year. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree yeah. with Batman and uh, Saints Row one Definitely. and two. I'd say that they were in my top five, along with Uncharted and Infamous two and Resistance. But Portal two. Uh, you, you know, I'm I'm actually on these. I, I think P- Portal is a fantastic series, and I hope it continues. And I, I loved every second I played it, but it, I didn't I didn't think it was even maybe my top ten. No higher than that, though. I don't think it had enough to be game of the year. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I played a couple hours and I was done. Multiplayer was a couple hours and I was done. And maybe if I played on PC now with all these new maps coming or this content DLC coming out, but mm. I don't know. It 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 just felt like there's something lacking with Portal. Like with Batman, you have all this stuff you can do and all this stuff that you know the whole story is really involving, intriguing, and it plays all falls together really well. And then you have Portal, which is just you know a bunch of puzzles essentially, and it's it just lacked for game of the year in my opinion so cool. well i mean batman also has that advantage of having about 80 years of lore to it we'll so. see yeah definitely um i guess i'll just throw this question out here because actually i was talking about this um at work the other day the best joker and and i mean any comics movies video game, the best joker who is it i think jack nicholson jesus hands down okay eric uh, <laughs> Well, I was gonna make the joke and say Caesar Romero, but uh, that's that's a that's a total joke. Uh, God, uh, 
I, I guess I'd have to go with good old Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I agree. Oh wow! I to- Mark Hamill. Yeah, I totally even that just. Where does when I when when I see Joker, I hear that voice, and I'm just like, yep, that that works. I read the comics in his voice. Yeah, it, I do too. Yeah. So I mean, everyone says Jack- Heath Ledger, but. Uh... Jack Nicholson was amazing. Though. He was like, good. He was really good. He had the gags that yeah. Joker had. So, I mean, that right there put him above and beyond. The The Heath Ledger one was just more along the lines of, hey, I'm emo, hey huh? here's a real world. <laughs> well, there's that too. <laughs> but he had the real world edge to him, kind of like this Bane's going to have and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I, I love what they're doing with Bane, though, in, the, in this upcoming movie, because I hate the way Bane is usually portrayed. Because in the comics, he is a smart, he is a smart bad guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's not this dumb brute that most games make, m- most media makes him makes him out to be. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, even in Arkham Asylum, they kind of made him out to be this lumbering, just idiot kind of. I mean, um, and he's not. He's actually a really smart criminal, and obviously, he's he is that way in this next new movie. So. I think Arkham City kind of did him a little bit more justice, and I think Arkham World is definitely going to add upon that. <sighs> Arkham World. I hope that comes out. <laughs> I really do. It's got to. It has to. be great. I demand it. Well, nobody no. cares what you want, so it's just... Oh, I get it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if I can't have Bayonetta 2, you guys can't have Batman World. God damn. <sighs> That's not fair. fair. No, fair is fair. Game for game. Mm. Well, I guess I can't have my Metal Gear... Super the Nintendo version remake. That'd be sweet, actually. That would be sweet. <laughs> so, Josh, what have you been playing? I've been playing a good bit of stuff. Um, I guess we'll start off what I've been playing with most recently. Since I acquired a new laptop, since mine took a tumble down the steps and is in a million pieces, I managed to pick up a gaming laptop. Um, so I can play everything on PC now without a hassle, <laughs> which is awesome. Um, I've been playing Rift <laughs> lately. I'm dying. <laughs> oh no! Well, I'm just gonna keep talking because nobody cares. <laughs> I might, I might keel over halfway through this podcast. It's okay. I can, uh, I can uh, carry on without you. Yeah, you can um, go. But uh, I have been playing Rift. It's the MMO that uh, has been doing kind of well, but not so well at the same time. Um, a lot of people played it for a little bit and then they went right back to WoW because I guess it's like crack or something. I didn't see. I hit end game in WoW. And I didn't see the big deal in it, so I quit. Um, so I picked up Rift again because it's free to play to level 20, like WoW's doing. So, um, but Rift is a more intriguing experience for me. Um, the graphics are a hell of a lot better than WoW. Yeah, it looks, <laughs> looks fantastic. Hell of a lot better than WoW. That's all I gotta say. It's not cartoony at all. Your person has like, looks like an actual person, not oblong shaped, and their fingers actually, you know, open. It's not like Lego hands. Um, <laughs> but, Lego uh, World of Warcraft yeah. coming summer 2013. <laughs> That's what it's like. It, well, it's like they have like like Lego hands, like to where they don't like their fingers don't come apart. And they might, I don't know, I haven't paid attention that much. But that's to what their, it was like. to their defense, like I, they probably made it really like I mean, like the minimum requirements for that game are minimal, like nothing. Minimal, like, yeah. You can run them on an old a, Macintosh. A, yeah, yeah. I mean, they probably did that so people can play. But yeah, yeah. I I totally agree with you. It, yeah, the minimum requirements. I can actually with this PC, I can actually. It, it is pretty. Wow, it's pretty. If you run it on Ultra. Um, I'm not gonna lie, because like your blade shimmer and like your armor shimmers and stuff like that, and all the particle effects and stuff are really nice. But 
I like a lot of realism, and that's kind of why I lean more towards Rift, because the graphics in it are pretty phenomenal. The lighting effects are great, the shadows are great, the particle effects are great, um, the character models are great, and, uh, but yeah, I just, you know, Rift's really good. I'm only like level 6, I think, um, but it's good so far. Uh, give it a shot, because it's free to play to level 20, so what do you got to lose? If you don't like it, uninstall it. Big deal. Um, I've been playing uh, some Modern Warfare 3. No. Oh. Um, you want to tell, tell them about our experience with that? With, with Jimmy, I have been playing, yeah. Um, people like to talk a lot on that game. Um, that's oh one thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> that first, like, when we first joined that game, the first... I'm not even... I'm not going to say a sentence here because it would sub- probably severely uh, offend someone, but... there, there was a lot of... Uh, when we, for the first game we started playing, there was a lot of N-word used. Yeah, just, <laughs> like... It was ridiculous. Oh. I was using it, too, but only to mock the guy that was using it, and... It was funny, <laughs> but that game is so ridiculous. Like, um, there's there's people that play that game way, way, way too much. Like, it's so broken, and it is really broken. You'll spawn and you die. It, I, I will say this about it though: like, it was not that bad when it first came out. I, I think every Call of Duty has this problem. When it first comes out, it's it's tolerable, mm-hmm. but then after a couple months, after a couple patches, it becomes unplayable, absolutely unplayable. Right. Um. It, it was. It was terrible. Like I kind of got into it every once in a while, but then it's like, okay, this is ridiculous. You can't sprint for like, I could, I could run ten times more and faster than the guys could in that game. Like in Battlefield, you have unlimited sprint where you can run and you know get to where you need to get to quick. But oh no, you jog two steps in fucking Modern Warfare and your guys winded. Unless you have a perk that lets you or something. I don't know how the perks work in Call of Duty. It's been a while, but yeah, something like that. That's one of the things I didn't like. Um. The aiming is kind of weird. Uh, it and it's just it's weird because people get kill streaks so fast, and all the next thing you know, there's missiles and there's no opposite team on the ground. They're all in jets and bombing you and shooting you with helicopters and stuff. So it's like you're on the ground fighting against anti. You're on the ground fighting against aircraft because people get kill streaks so quick, and there's nothing you can do against that because they have like the napalm streaks and then like the predator missiles and the homing missiles and the ATAC yeah, gunners. There'll be an attack helicopter in the air, a chopper gunner in the air, UAV, someone's calling down predator strike and an airstrike at the same time on you. Like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, it, it's it, it's really... I, You know, I gave it a shot. Can't say I didn't try it. I have the right to complain about it. And then mm-hmm. it, it's like... I thought I was playing on an Xbox, no lie. When in the, uh, I think it was like the third game we played where people were, like, talking again, and, like, people were just, like, they talk so much in that game, and, like... Well, it's nothing useful. Yeah. It's it's, it's all retarded talk. Like, I was, uh... These people were talking to... I guess they had their mic on speakerphone or something, because I don't know if you could do that. You can hear their whole family. You can hear the whole family. So oh. My guess was they're using the PlayStation Eye camera. No. Oh. <laughs> so, for the microphone, because they're cheap, and they were, you know... Anyway. um, So, they're talking about a vacation, and... She's like, and the lady on there, she's like, man, I just want to go somewhere where I can stick my feet knee deep in water. And then I was just like, go to your bathtub and stick your legs knee deep in water and that'll save you a trip. (laughs) (laughs) And then this other guy got on here and he started like, you know, saying, oh man, you're going to talk like, you're going to let him talk like that to you, blah, 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 blah. And it's just, dude, you know. Well, it's kind of like the same thing with people typing in the chat rooms. Like they're, they're hiding behind a microphone and. I don't know, like like that first group of people we were with, man, they were just... Yeah, it was bad. Oh, man. It was bad. I 
That's why I don't play. That's like, that game. The game is just so broken. That's why I kind of like Battlefield because nobody really talks. But then again, it sucks because they don't talk because you can't. Well, no. The other night we got in that group, of, that squad. There's two guys who yeah. actually communicated with us very well, and, and we we did really good in my opinion because we were communicating and it's fun as hell. It was really fun. Um, a few times at Battlefield, super fun. <laughs> yeah, a few times. Um, moving off of Modern Warfare, I have picked up um. Bayonetta again because it's just so cheap. Sorry for buying a used game, Eric, but um, usually I do buy new, but it was just at a price that I couldn't really pass up used. Um, especially I'd love to support Sega and Platinum Games, so they may be, hey, this one guy bought Bayonetta used. Maybe we, <laughs> new rather, maybe we should make Bayonetta 2 because we still got people buying the first one, haha. <laughs> but um, you know, I love that game. Uh, if you really want a challenge, play it on hard because I'm trophy hunting right now. That's why I bought it. So I can play through it again. And hard is ridiculously hard. Like three hits and you're dead. So um, I've also been playing some... Uh, I played a little bit of Fable 3 on the PC um, because I downloaded it a long time ago off Steam because it was like, uh, I think like 10 or $20 with like a bunch of DLC and stuff like that. Um, but my computer beforehand couldn't run it. So I was like, oh, great. So I have it now. Uh, it's actually not bad. You're not missing out on anything special. Uh, and Fable. Just... Well, it's a good starter RPG, I think. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a good for anybody, pretty much, because it's just, you know, it's really simple. Um, the characters are not lovable characters. There's another word I'm looking for, but um, you can get along with the characters um, a lot better than, like, other games, like I say, like God of War. Like, a big old Kratos is going to, like, rip stuff apart <laughs> and yells when he's talking to his family, you know. <laughs> and... Why are you dead? <laughs> oh because you God. killed us. No, um... But yeah, uh, Fable is a good starter RPG. Um, if you're not into like the big term, if not into like the big ones like Final Fantasy or Dragon Age or anything like that, you want it's like a simple, somewhat linear story, then I definitely recommend the Fable series. Um, other than that, uh, that's all I've been playing. So um, I'd like to ask Eric if he has any thoughts on any of those games or anything like that. <laughs> uh, well, not really any thoughts on any of them. I mean. Mm-hmm. Fable 3 is a good starter RPG, but uh, if you're going to go Fable, I, I recommend Fable 2, but that's just my opinion. Fable yeah. 3 would be last on the list of the Fable games. <laughs> Lack of weapons and uh, the, it, the ending just kind of... Mm. Don't spoil it for me, man. Jeez, I haven't even got that for you. No. Literally, the ending can be very, very grim. <laughs> that was a joke I was making. Anyway. Every, everyone can be dead. Oh, well, look at that. That's not a joke, either. That is literally... Everyone can be dead. Not just the main characters. Every single civilian in the story can be dead. (laughs) Thanks for the spoiler. Yep. (laughs) Don't worry, everybody can be alive. Yeah, but everyone everyone can be alive. So so it's, you know, it's... It's like Mass Effect. Like, everybody dies, everybody lives. (laughs) But in the end, it really doesn't matter. In the end, it really doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Uh, I had to. <laughs> Alright, Jimmy. What have you been playing, Jimmy? Oh, I've been playing uh, quite a bit. I actually platinumed L.A. Noir um, over this week. Fantastic game. Love that game to death. Uh, won't, touch, won't touch on it more. It's an older game, but uh, definitely go out and play it. Uh, played, the, uh, played more of the... Uh, actually finished The Walking Dead, Episode 1. Uh, a New Day, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic game. I cannot wait to, to, for the other episodes to come out. Absolutely brilliant. Um, definitely not a game for everyone though, because it is so story driven. It's kind of like an old school 
point and click adventure game. So I think a lot of people are probably going into this game thinking, oh, I'm just going to run in and just shoot the shit out of so many zombies. But that's not what this game is. But this again, is... it has quick time events, correct? Sort of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you are, you do kill some zombies in it in some pretty gruesome ways. But it's not like dead. Don't think Dead Rising or something like that. Uh, it, you know, it's more. Think God of War kills. You know, when you hit circle and then it starts a quick time event, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. More along the lines of that. But um, the big draw here is the story. Uh, so much better than the TV show, in my opinion. And uh, just lovable characters, and some characters from the TV show do, you know, cross your path, and which I, I think I mentioned that last week. But uh, uh, just the consequences are ridiculous. You know, I think one of the main games a lot of people point to when it comes to choosing how you want the story to go is Mass Effect, and I think Walking Dead does it better. And that's saying something because I'm a huge Mass Effect fan. Uh, <laughs> but literally, by just um, cho- choosing a certain way, can severely. Uh, change the rest of the game uh so and they give you time limit so you can't sit there and think about it you have to choose so it's kind of like first instinct you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's awesome I, I recommend it five bucks for one episode twenty dollars for the season pass uh which there's five episodes i said last week four so sorry about that but it's five uh so if you buy the season pass you're saving five bucks but five bucks an episode is not bad either so, so you know you know a game <clears throat> quick the best quick time event game ever in the history of mankind have you right Next to heavy, okay, sorry, I forgot about heavy rain. Under heavy rain, is uh, Shenmue. Have you guys ever played that? Either of you guys? Old game. Unfortunately, I've only played the second one. You haven't played the first one? No, I've uh, never been able to get my hands on the first one. I played the second one, and that game is bad. In a good way. <laughs> I think he means in the bad way. <laughs> Dude, that game was great. Not even for its time, it was great. We have come at an impasse. <laughs> because because on the Dreamcast, it was really good. Because, again, it was like all ahead of its, you know, I haven't seen quick time events like that before in my entire life until I hit the Dreamcast. Um, the first one, anyhow. Um, the second one could have been better. I didn't like the way it ended. Um, I haven't played either one. I don't have an opinion. <laughs> you, should, you should try them. I mean, they're, they're not the worst game ever compared to, like, Splatterhouse or something. But, I mean, no, they're... Well, they're but they're not the best game. They're not like, oh, Mass Effect quality. I'm a big, you know, badass game franchise. But they're really... I like the story behind them. Um, I, it takes place in... Um, well, the second one takes place in Hong Kong. Um, so it's like a Chinese-type deal. It's a martial arts game with quick time events. It's, um, But it's an adventure game, too. It's not, uh, you know, like a straight linear path game. You can do, like, side stuff in it, too, as well. I know it definitely has a big following. A lot of people want a three... Yeah, see, it, it it was a good game. There was supposed to be an online, um, Shenmue Online, but uh, it never went through, unfortunately, which I'm kind of depressed about. Um, but I thought it was a good game, good quick time event uh, sequences and stuff like that. But I want to, I'm interested to hear why uh, Eric thinks it's a bad game. So we'll have like a little debate here. I don't know if there's really anything to debate on. I mean, it's just uh, it didn't it didn't hit home for me. That was mainly just it. It's I can understand how it could be a good game for somebody else, but you know, it's like we're gamers. We have our opinions about certain things, and that's just the game that did not hit home with me. And at this point in time in my life, I have to have a game that really just hits it. Right, right. I I, com- I completely I'm good with that, and you know I understand. Uh, you know, everybody's tired of their own opinion, and some stuff doesn't work with others. Like, you know, Splatterhouse doesn't work for me, but it works with somebody else. Um, but... I'm gonna I'm gonna say something to ease the tension between you two. No, there's no tension. I just I just like. To... Well, uh, 
I, I just... Half Half Life Two is a mediocre game. No, no. <laughs> Half Life Two is like one of the kings of all gaming. It is really good. Ah, <sighs> stupid head crabs. I, I was just, I was just curious to see what he didn't like about it. That's all. Oh yeah, go. Yeah. No big deal. So guys, tune in next week. We're gonna have a uh, boxing match. Uh, yes. We're gonna record it live uh, between these two. Fight to the death, celebrity death match style. So. Heck yeah, that'd be fun, actually. We're both big dudes, right? So, yeah, I mean, that'd that be works. awesome. Heavyweight bout. Winner gets a copy of Shenmue. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> as long as it's not a copy of Veli... Uh, not even going there. Hey. <laughs> hey, now. All right. Moving on. Have you played anything else, Jimmy? <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, I picked up Sniper Elite V2. Mm. Uh, fantastic game, actually. Not bad. Uh it's one of those niche games, you know. It's not gonna have a big fall. Fo- it's not gonna have a huge, you know, uh, general public following. You know, I mean? it's mm-hmm. it's good though. Uh, definitely better than that sniper ghost warrior bullshit game. Uh, but this game, like the options that you have to make it more difficult, are ridiculous. Like you, you know, you, you games like Battlefield, you play and, and you you're like, wow, I gotta take into account bullet drop. This game, you have to take into account everything that could possibly affect a sniper. The wind. The, the wind. You, you do your heartbeat. Bull, I mean, it's just, it gets difficult. Um, I mean, there are options to make it more easy. Like, you could, there's literally an option to make it like a Call of Duty where there's no bullet drop at all. That's stupid. But what fun, there's no fun in that. Does that add in, like, angry 12-year-old kids? <sighs> yeah. Screaming yeah. in your ear while you're trying to make a shot? <laughs> yeah. Ah, hi, sex with your mom, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, <Got> you good. <laughs> my, my one, I've played, I don't know, probably two, three hours of it. Um, I don't know how long the game i mean like i said two hours i'm through chapter two so i don't know um my one big problem with it is it could be so much more of a stealth game it it kind of it's one of those things that like you use stealth to get through level but once they discover where you're at you can never really get away um unless i'm doing something completely wrong but they just know where you're at then at all times Uh. so um then at that point it becomes more like a call of duty game where you just like because you you have a thompson and a pistol um you don't have very much ammo for those but you have them and you just run around kill people um and then do like no scopes and stuff like that speaking of the the kills how are the actual like sniper kill shots i heard like the x-ray thing is pretty cool are fantastic uh i just they're so satisfying especially if you hit a guy from distance Mm -hmm. And you see the bullet just go right through his head and crush his skull. And uh, I haven't I haven't shot someone in the dick yet to know if you can <laughs> shoot their dick off. I've heard you can though, um, but you can shoot through their eye and you show their eyeball explode, and it, it's satisfying. Uh, so not for the kids. Well, I'm sure kids will buy it anyway. But, yeah, uh, but yeah. This game is like I said. Uh, you know, the first Sniper Elite had a very, you know, kind of cult following. Like it wasn't very well known but people who did play it enjoyed it and loved it and uh this game i think is going to follow the same path um i think if you're looking for a good sniper game i think this is the best sniper game out there's no other i mean there's nothing comes close in my opinion so definitely you know pick that up i think uh i recommend it it's 50 bucks it's not full retail price uh 50 bucks not too bad um i know with some big games coming out this month you might it it might be kind of tough to actually find room for this game uh but definitely one day if you see it on a sale or something like that, I'd give it a shot. It's really cool. Uh, graphics are really not bad. I was expecting a lot less because uh, it's published by 505 Games and developed by Rebellion. I can't remember what Rebellion's done previously, but 505 Games, um, put it this way, maker of Backbreaker, hmm. that football game, which had really awesome physics, by the way. Uh, wonky, but really awesome at the same time. Uh, 
but not a really... Their games don't score very well. And so far, the reviews for this game have not been fantastic. They've been like sevens, sixes and sevens, which I don't think are bad review scores by, by any means. I don't know how you feel on that, Eric, since you actually do the reviews. Like if something's like a six or a seven, I don't think that's very, I don't think it's bad at all. No, seven, seven is definitely good. It's, it's an average to good game. That's yeah. a, that's a hell of a good score. And that's, that's a lot of problems with, uh, a lot of review places. People see a seven and they're like, Oh God, I can't believe you gave it such a low score. No, it's, it's, uh, it's still a good game. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's a bad game at all. When you see a 50% on something we have, there's a good reason for it, and it's not. It's just a run-of-the-mill game that does nothing for anybody. It's playable. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I've played the games that, you know, 50, 60% games, and I think, you know, some of them are pretty good. So, I mean, they're out there, and I think this is definitely one that you're going to see review scores and probably be scared of, but I, I especially, you know, if, you, if you're into sniping or looking for a good sniping game, which there aren't very many out there, but uh, this, I think you should give it a shot. Rent it at least. I mean, you know, so it's cool, though. You can set tripwires. You can throw rocks to distract people. And uh, but like, the AI isn't as smart as it should be. <laughs> and, you know, I think that's one of the one of the other main problems with it. But uh, it, it's cool. It's a third person shooter, not first. So I think some people probably thought it was first person. But it's actually third person. Um, but, yeah, it's, I, I think it's fantastic. Uh, Is the AI better than Resident Evil Operation? I was I well, just going to say that. Dude. <laughs> Listen, Ugh. they could have put dog shit in this. That, that's dog shit's better than that AI. That AI is terrible. Hey, look, fire. Let me run in it and just... Okay, we've covered this. We don't need to go back. <laughs> but that's, that's got to be our go-to reference for, like, crappiest of that's crap now, AI that's, in games. All, all five of our episodes, we have mentioned this game. Like, it's just so bad. That <laughs> we it, need, it and you know what? They just announced more uh, Echo 6 expansion 2. And I'm going to buy it, and I'm going to play it, and I'm going to talk about it on this podcast. So... <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> Good luck hitting somebody in the head 12 times and not killing them. Oh, it's, it's, it's frustrating. It is frustrating. Um, but no, good game. Um, check it out, definitely. Probably, it's going to be one of those games at the end of the year. Because uh, I'm sure, Josh, we're probably going to do something at the end of the year, like, you know, hey, our best games or oh yeah, some kind of list or just to tell you what's out there. It, it's definitely going to be, uh, it, I'm going to come to a point and be like, listen, these are the underappreciated games you're going to, you have to play. And that's going to be probably number one or up there at least. So... Uh, definitely play that. Uh, also, um, the only other thing I've been playing um, was the... Uh, I started uh, God of War Ghost... Or not Ghost of Sparta. No, I started that. But I, I finished Change of Olympus, the uh, PSP game. Mm-hmm. But I actually played the HD collection. So, uh, man, that, that's a good game. It is. It really is. Um, I, the thing with that, it, I would say it's the... I would say it's the worst God of War. But that's not... That's not downing the game. Mm-hmm. Because the God of War games, in my opinion anyway, are absolutely fantastic action games. Um, this is the worst one, but it's still a hell of a good game. Like, fun. Um, and I, I started Ghost of Sparta as well. And that game, I've heard from many people it's the best God of War. And I'm actually getting that vibe from it right now. Like, it's deep. Like, Kratos actually, surprisingly enough, has kind of a personality in that game. Mm. Um, instead of just running in, screaming... Well, Fucking killing everyone. That was a pre- it's a prequel anyway, so it's before he got all. No, no, it happens. Um, God, Ghost of Sparta, technically in the timeline, Chains of Olympus is the first God of War. Yeah. And then it goes God of War one, and mm. then Ghost of Sparta. Ghost of Sparta is what he because you got end of God of War one, you become the God of War. Obviously, right. kill Ares, become the God of War. Ghost of Sparta happen is what happens as he's the God of War. Mm. And then you, it, it's actually his family's involved in this one, so it's more of a. Like a, a, I don't know. 
like I said, Kratos has more of a personality in this one, and you really explore his backstory, which is really cool to see. Like I said, because in the other God of Wars, it's just fucking screaming. Although there are still are some dialogue that happens in every God of War game. This is something like happens where, you know, dialogue for Kratos should be like you know sad or a, a gentle one-liner, but he'll just yell it and be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" It's like, no, that's uncalled for. Why are you doing that? <laughs> Uh, you know, like he'll walk in and be like, why the fuck are you dead? Why are you fucking doing it? It's like, dude, calm down. Not as much F-bombs as uh, the dude from Prototype 2, though, I imagine. <laughs> fuck this computer, That man. dude's an F-bomb champion. Like, fucking that's all I gotta say about that. Yeah. Fucking hate computers. Fucking hate computers. Uh, but I don't know if we touched on the other podcast, but if you, if you the HD collections for God of War are, I think, a must-buy. I have the origin, well, the origins collection like you have, and but I haven't, pl- I haven't got to play Ghost of Sparta. That's why I was thrown off by it being a um, prequel. But no, it's it's Ghost of Sparta is, like I said, I've heard a lot of reviewers and a lot of journalists say it's it's the best God of War, uh, and I'm getting that feeling from it. Hmm. I would definitely have to play. it. I believe it's the same way on Empty Wallet Gamer. Uh, Keith Michael ended up reviewing that, and I believe he said the exact same thing. I mean, God of War 3 was fantastic. Like, the production values of that game, I still think, are second to none. But that game was really short. <laughs> it was. It, I didn't feel like there was that much substance to the gameplay. It was just like, sit down for, you know, six to seven hours and you're done. Uh, but Ghost of Sparta, like I said, I'm a couple hours in, but it is it is fantastic. It's really good. And, and Change of Olympus is, like I said, it's the worst God of War, but it's by no means that means a bad game. It's a fantastic game as well. Hmm. So uh, definitely check those out. Um, especially with uh, God of War Ascension coming out next year. I would definitely get, get on that. Very good. Uh, but there is one thing that uh, we didn't touch on, and uh, me and Josh also played some Dirt Showdown. That's right, we did, yeah. Fantastic. The fun. demo's out. Fun, uh, fun. We don't have connections to get the actual game now, but uh, the demo's out, so. Uh, Still really fun. Um, it is the online, the Demolition Derby. Great. Oh, my a lot of fun. The Demolition Derby part is fun. I wasn't so much for the figure eight racing part, the single but player. You know, but you know with friends, though, that is going to oh, be a blast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be almost as fun I, as Shift 2 no, figure fuck eights. That game. <laughs> fuck that game. <laughs> uh, those figure eights, one, those figure eights are fun, though. Which one of you guys was playing the uh, Dragon's Dogma demo? I was. Uh, well, I played it, too, but Josh, was, you were a fan of it, though. Oh, my right. God. That's right. I didn't, I didn't mention that. I, I did play the Dragon's Dogma demo, and I wet my pants. <laughs> I, I swear to God, that should be on the back of the box when it comes. You out. will wet your pants when you. You will wet your pants. <laughs> the combat system in that game was so uh, inventive that I was I was so impressed. Um, Doesn't it kind of remind you of like a Dark Souls, Demon Souls? It does. It does. The graphics are kind of like, hey, I'm in the Dark Souls world, but yeah. just the things that your squad can do. Well, your squad. Well, the things that your party can do are, are your awesome. Pawn, your pawns? Your pawns, like yeah. Pawns, pawns or something like that? They are your pawns because you summon them in from, you know, all over the place and they come help you and blah, blah, blah. Could this be a good <clears> game <throat> from Capcom? Fuck, dude, it's going to be pretty intense. Well, it's from the makers of, uh, was it Resident Evil 4 and Devil May Cry, I think, right? Oh, yeah. I, 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 so, yeah. Yeah. I actually forgot about that. Holy shit. Yeah, so it's it shows the, in the production value of the demo, in my opinion, anyway. Um, in both uh, episodes, you get to play. You get to play two missions in that game. The one you play as uh, the you know the character you see in all the previews, and you go fight a Chimera. And then in the second mission, you play as your character that you make if you decide to make a character in the demo, which in turn you can import to the um, or export however you want to you know word it to the actual game when it comes out. So that's kind of cool. You can have your character already pre-built and made, 
and then you can import them to the actual game when it comes out. <clears throat> but um, the combat is crazy. Um, the first mission was okay, you know, fighting the Chimera. I jumped on it and stabbed it a couple times, blah, blah, blah. But what really sold me was the battle. In the second one, you fight a uh, griffin and in the big open plains. And when it, you know, when it crash lands or whatever, you can actually jump on it <clears throat> and start, like, stabbing it and stuff. And then you can actually stay on it while it's flying in the air. And then if you, like, stab it enough, you'll actually crash land with it, like, on while you're still on its back. And that's just you know, incredible. You can jump onto the bosses, you know, attack them Epicness. like that. It's really epic. Yeah, it's honest to God. It's really epic. Um, the inventory system wasn't bad. Um, I think they might make a couple changes to it. I had a so, problem with clutter. Yeah, and the clutter. Um, I, the tutorial mission, there was a lot of clutter because it's like, hey, move your analog sticks to move. Well, okay. But that does get better, correct? It, it does get better. There's okay. not nearly as bad in the um. So that was very, mission. that was off-putting <clears> for me. It was. It was really so. distracting. I couldn't pay attention to anything. Um, however, in the second mission, it's less cluttered. The only thing that's really on the screen is the um, chat from your teammates, which I think is kind of cool because they yell out to you. Like, if one of your uh, teammates grabs a hold of an enemy, he'll yell at you. He'll be like, come finish him off. And then it will do like a... Um, so when you get over there and swing your weapon, it'll do a cinema style. It'll make it like a, a box screen. Not a box, but like, you know, a uh, theater type uh, screen. And then it'll um, go like a slow-mo type deal as you like cut the guy down while your person while your teammate's holding on to him. It's just it's innovative stuff that should have been in games way before this one. But uh, it's got me excited nonetheless for Dragon's Dogma. So fair enough. Um, <clears throat> the only other thing I played was Awesome Knots, but I'm not going to touch on that until uh, next episode because I, I want to. I, that's a game I need to play more to actually give an opinion on. But it's it's awesome. I'll just say that right now, and uh, I'll get more on. Uh, need to get Josh on it with me so we can play some of that and. Um, we'll have more next week on that game because I think it's a game people should be aware of. Uh, but Eric, anything else for you from you? Oh no, that's uh, that's about it actually. Oh well, fuck, you're useless. We're dropping you from the call. <laughs> ah damn. I'm kidding. Uh, should we go on to some topics, some news topics? Some, some news. You're gonna have to lead off because I lost all my minutes, interesting so. stories. Well, I guess on, obviously, if you're a gamer, unless you're living under a rock, the biggest news this week is uh, Black Ops Two was announced. I'm sure all of you are just so surprised. I am. I, I mean, I'm shocked. I, Eric, I didn't see it coming, did you? Ah, uh, man, who would have ever called Blops Two coming out? No, I didn't. If it wasn't for it wasn't for Target, I'd never known it was coming out. No, definitely. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't expect that Call of Duty every single year. Yeah. I can, I'm gonna tell you right now, there's a Call of Duty coming out next year. Dude, I bet you there is. Bet you. Although don't. next year will be interesting because that's when supposedly the other new consoles will come out and will they you know what consoles are they coming out for are they going to be cross-platform that's going to be actually pretty interesting but different topic for a different day uh yeah black ops 2 uh takes part 2025 or at least most of the game takes part in that so a little bit futuristic kind of looks like ghost recon a little bit with the robots and shit mixture between ghost recon future and battlefield 2142 uh, and Metal Gear Solid. And Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> Spoiler: There's the the ending boss is Metal Gear Rex. So yeah, watch out now. Yeah, watch out. But uh, yeah, the trailer. I, I don't know. I I watched it and uh, I'm intrigued by this one. Uh, surprisingly enough, the past like four Call of Duties, the first reveal trailer, I was like, eh. But this one, I'm I'm kind of intrigued because I think they're trying to change it. Whether it'll come off that way or not, I, I don't, we'll, it remains to be seen. But 
I, I do like Treyarch as a developer. I th- would love to see them work on something else, but Activision obviously won't allow, allow that. Um, but apparently there has branching storylines in this game, uh, which, I don't know. Do you think it'll work like a karma system? Like, oh, you didn't follow your orders and take this uh, building. You Instead, you wouldn't help civilians or something. No, I, I think it'll just get to a path and like, you know, like House of the Dead style. Do you want to oh, go okay. left or go right? Okay, okay. <laughs> I literally think that's probably what they're going to do. Ooh, watch or, out. Big step. <laughs> or Ninja Gaiden 3 where uh, you're not supposed to kill anybody, but yet you're slaughtering everybody the whole time. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, that game was disappointing, but <laughs> uh, man, I, I don't know. I, I want this to, I think Treyarch's trying to change this up. They I really to. do. They really need to. They need to. And I think Treyarch's really the only one that does something different with the series, with their games. But um, I don't know. I, I still think in the end it's going to play like a Call of Duty. It's going to be, I mean, the campaign, you know, it's just going to be set piece after set piece after set piece. Mm-hmm. No likable characters. No, you know, heart-wrenching moments. Dude, just, Ghost is coming oh. back as a Terminator. That's, that's what's going to happen. Probably. That's probably that's actually what's going to happen, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, it go from scene to scene. Building falls teammate gets shot in the head another building falls it's just like okay michael bay calm down right that's a, what it is it's a michael bay video game um and you know it's it's going to sell 20 million day one easily i you know i mean i i don't even know they really don't even have to change anything because it's still going to sell like hotcakes yeah you can you can freaking just put like you know uh just nothing. You can just show a blank screen and be like Call of Duty Black Ops 2 to the day of release. And people will be like, oh man, I gotta get that. It looks so awesome. And then like, it, dude, it'll sell millions. Logo. It's like, oh no, it looks good. What? No. <laughs> yeah, that, it's, it's sad because Call of Duty just put like, eh, not a fan. It's it's stale. It is. It is. And I, I mean, they just need to change. I mean, if they change it up and it works, I'll definitely, I mean, I'm gonna play it anyway just to get, you know, just to play it. But, mm-hmm. They need to definitely change it up. Uh, I, I'm more interested in see what they do with the multiplayer. Yeah. I, I like I said. I think I think Call of Duty's problems now could be could, most of them could be fixed. Most of the problems could be fixed with just a bigger map. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, when we were playing the other night, it was just spawn. Oh, look a grenade! I'm dead. Yeah, it, it was terrible, terrible. Like- spawn. Oh, guy ne- next to me. It's just like this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and some people like that. I, I think the big draw of Call of Duty is games are over in five minutes you know you only have 10 minutes to kill you can jump in a game of call of duty get one done and over fast quick paced you know rack up a ton of kills it's like an arcade shooter and there's nothing wrong with that i just think the maps should be bigger well see that's that's why i like battlefield i know the maps are absurdly large for a um console well here hopefully speaking of which i'm going to get uh, battlefield for the pc and let you guys know how that is in a later podcast but staying on subject um that's why i like battlefield because if you got a two good teams fighting each other the match can go on for a while, and it's fun still. But then there's still that whole one-sided thing. If they capture like all your bases and have all your air stuff and everything, then it's not fun because you know, yeah, it'll end up people like your whole team be back there sniping, which has happened so many times, and not everybody's a sniper. You know what I mean? Well, Call of Duty's just not fun. <laughs> and Call of Duty's just not fun. No, like I said, I tried to get into it. I gave it a shot, and it's just not fun. But but they need to they need to change like they need to drastically change something. Like I. I I stand by it when maybe just because it's I'm a Battlefield fan uh-huh. or I'm a, I'm a class-based shooter fan. I, I like when there's classes to choose from. I think Call of Duty needs a class system uh-huh. that if, hey, if you want this certain perk, that can only be used by, you know, a, the sniper class or something. Like yeah. if you want to use a UAV, you have to be a sniper class. Uh, that way we would see more variety, I think. 
Mm-hmm. And okay, yeah, sniper, you can camp in the back of the map and just pick people off, but you're not going to get any awesome kill streaks. Yeah, you'll get like the UAV and the advanced UAV, and then maybe you'll get like you know, maybe you'll get like the like in Battlefield Bad Company too, where you got the grenades that you know scan for people, you know, stuff like that that show up on your map. And, but yeah, class system is definitely needed. I just saying, I agree with you on that. Or so. some way to make people choose different. Like in Call of Duty now, it's everyone has the same gun, mm-hmm. same perks. Mm-hmm. It, there's no variety. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty terrible. I mean, Battlefield, there's a ton of variety. I think there is. There is. Especially for me because I hate every gun in that game, so I'm always <laughs> I'm always switching between guns. But uh-huh. there's really, I mean, yeah, a good bit of people use you know the Scar or the M4 A the M4A1 I think it's called uh, that one, but. There's more variety in that game than Call of Duty. That's for damn sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not a fan of perks, although sleight of hand perk is awesome. Oh my god! Like I was like, wow! Like I blinked. No, no lie. Like I'm used to Battlefield. So you gotta pop in your magazine, jiggle with your um, slide catch, and make a cup of tea. Make and... a cup of tea. Take a shit, and then finally, finally, after you walk a mile while your gun's reloading, as you're taking a shit and making a cup of coffee, you freaking your gun's reloaded, but then you're dead. You're reloading yeah. while you're dead because that's how long it takes in call it, in uh, Battlefield. And then when I played Modern Warfare the other night, I pressed the reload button. I blinked and my I was I was reloaded. I was like, good to go. Did I did I press the button? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's you know I. Yeah, I mean some perks are really cool, but I'm overall I'm not a fan. I don't care for them, you know. Um, but like I said, some some way to make people choose. Like, hey, you know, if you want to use this kill streak, if you want to use this chopper gunner. You're gonna have to use this class, mm-hmm. you know, or you can't use it. Like, like in Modern, Modern Warfare Three, they have strike packages, but everyone pretty much uses the same thing. Like in Modern Warfare Two, especially, everyone ran the Harrier strike, the chopper gunner, and a nuke. Mm-hmm. Everyone ran it, and when you got a Harrier strike, it would it's an air strike, and then the Harrier would hover there and shoot people, and that counted towards your kill streak. So you'd be hiding in a bush, not doing anything. Yeah. And then they'd get the chopper gunner, which all you have to do is hold down the trigger, pretty much, and it would just destroy the other team. Oh, guess what? Nuke game over. It's like, come on, man. You know? I don't know. Like, obviously, with the class-based systems and stuff like that, if they went that there's still a lot of balancing issues they would have to sort out and think of. But I, I think overall it would be for the better. I'm sure the 12-year-old kids would cry and quit playing. <laughs> but that's what we want, right? We want those bastards off of here. I do. We, want, we want them off. So. I do. Um, um, I see. Yeah, uh, I mean, what, uh, Eric, what are your thoughts on the class system and what Modern Warfare needs to change and stuff like that? So, Or Call of Duty God. needs to change? I, to start off with the, what Call of Duty needs to change, I, I think it the, the worst part is Treyarch is the ones who usually changes it up. And last year we had Modern Warfare 3, which was when? taken over by Sledgehammer Games. And, you know, the, sure, they were some of the people from Infinity Ward and everything, but at the same time, they could have done something completely different with it, but they stuck to the same old product. They actually took a lot of what Treyarch did out of out of Black Ops. Like they took them completely out and were like, "No, we're not going to have this in this game." Yeah, exactly. And Black Ops did a little bit differently and gave us more customization, which was nice. But I definitely, uh, to stay on topic, I agree there should be a class-based system. As soon as I hopped into Battlefield Three, uh, I was at a friend's house and we had one TV next to the other. One was playing Battlefield Three and one was playing Modern Warfare Three. And instantly he dropped his controller and he's like, I'm taking this back, turned in his game and went and got a new copy of Battlefield uh, 3. Mm. It was fantastic. And just taking account for everything you do, especially with the class systems and where you need to go, 
that's what Call of Duty Call of Duty needs to do to hook gamers like me back into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with that. I wholeheartedly agree with that. And maybe a little bit of destructible environments. A little yes. bit, maybe. I mean, a Predator missile on a shack should probably destroy the shack. That's my biggest complaint in the whole entire world of Call of Duty. I mean, Duty. yeah, if you're if you're the one in the shack, you're like, oh, thank God. But yeah. at the same time, you know, like Battlefield's not 100% destructible. But if you see a sniper hiding behind a wall, you can knock down that wall. Yeah. That, and, that's and, actually what hooked me. Yeah. That I, I was sniping, and somebody shot right above me, and I was like, ha, 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 loser. And the, the ceiling just collapsed on top of me and killed me, and I was like, I'm hooked. Sold. <laughs> Sold. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think Call of Duty is necessarily going to go down that route because obviously they want to stay different than Battlefield, you know. But, man, they, need to, they just need to change it up. Uh, I mean, they're Call of Duty. They're going to sell 20 million copies anyway. Like, really, th- there's not a risk if you change it. Yeah. You know, so. Battlefield uh, 3 is a wonderful game that it's honestly, it's better. But oh, yeah. the thing is that people feel some sort of uh, attachment to these bigger companies. You don't owe them anything, especially Call of Duty. You don't owe them. Just because your friend got it, make your friend get Battlefield 3. The game's so much better and has more realism to it. Knifing somebody, you don't just stab somebody in the ass and they die. Huh. Like, well, lunge halfway across the map first and then yeah. stab them in the ass. Exactly. Like, you can stab me in the ass. I'm not going to die. It's going to hurt like hell, and I'm probably going to punch you in the face. But <laughs> the thing is, in Battlefield 3, you have to go through this whole animation, which leaves you vulnerable. Yeah, exactly. And if you get killed during that, you're like, I can see how that happened. And it's realistic. He'll slit your throat. He won't stab you in the ass, cheek. <laughs> I just sliced somebody in the crotch the other night when we were playing online. I did, because uh, he was, I don't know what happened. Like, he was, like, looking up over me. I think he was up on a ledge a little bit. And then um, I couldn't do the killing animation because I was under him. So with the new patch that Battlefield just let out about, a, uh, what, a month ago, February, I think, or something yeah, like that? Um, it Two knife swipes kill somebody now instead of, like, the actual animation instant kill. So you can, like, knife swipe. So I, like, killed him mm. Call of Duty style in the crotch. So mm. that, that was kind of fun. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I, think, I, I think we're all in agreement, though, that they need to drastically change. Mm-hmm. Drastic. Um, but, yeah. but see, the thing is also, like, they're... Activision's making so much money, they don't care. Like, you know, they could put out a blank disc with nothing on it and people are going to buy it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's one of those things that, you know, they're going to say, yeah, you're complaining about it, but you're still buying it. So why should we change it? You know, and, and that's, I guess that's a point, you know, for you people who legitimately hate Call of Duty and can't stand it, I know you're still buying the game. Oh, yeah. Stop buying the game. Don't, I mean, yeah, you could, you can, you know, call them out on Twitter. Send them hate mail. That's not going to get them to stop or change their ways. Well, well, well now, don't say that. Look what happened to Mass Effect. Bioware is a little uh, different. <laughs> well, it's still the same thing. People complain. The little fucking nerds in their basements complain. And yeah, Bioware, no offense uh, to you, but... <laughs> Mass Effect's not selling 15 million copies, though. No, but still, regardless. It, it... Activision could care less about your two cents, what you think. Because you're still buying their game. You're still, you know, it's still selling that many copies. They don't care. If I'm correct, aren't they the biggest gaming company in the world right now? Activision? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they are ahead of they EA. Own, they own uh, Blizzard. So, I mean. Well, that, that helps a lot, too. Huh? Yep. Although, so, they, they do let Blizzard 
do their own thing, really. They're not like, you need to do this. Mm-hmm. But Right. Quit feeling like you're tied to a certain company. It's not necessary. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that, although I buy anything Rockstar puts out. Well, <laughs> good game is good. Good company is good. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of like Valve. I'll buy anything from Valve. Valve has never released a bad game. Yeah, well, not me. I, I agree with that. Mediocre yeah. games, but... You, you know. know, I didn't like the uh, I didn't like the Left 4 Dead series, to be honest with you. It, it, I'm not a huge fan either. It, it's fun with friends, but I don't know. It's okay. You know what a good game is? And a Killing Floor. Killing Floor is a fantastic game. Everyone should buy it. Absolutely, 100%. Go out and buy it right now on Steam. It's more deep than Left 4 Dead. It is. Way more stuff to do. Yeah, go read Calvin Tomlinson from Empty Wallet Gamers review on that. He goes really in depth on it and tells you how fucking good it really is. What did he give it? Check that out. Uh, God, I believe it was like an eighty-five percent, if I remember properly. Okay, very good. There you go. And I, I don't even think our Left for Dead reviews got that high of scores. This is something I want to bring up. I think we we pretty much touched on all of what we need to talk about on Call of Duty. I don't know if we have any more. <laughs> nope. Go ahead. I'm done. Okay, <laughs> Eric, you done on Call of Duty? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. I've oh. been done for years. <laughs> Listen, Call of Duty's not going anywhere. I'm sure we'll talk about it more in the podcast. Uh, just, you know, I'm sure there'll be more news and stuff like that. And zombies, that god-awful zombie mode. But Oops. anyway, um, I, I do want to touch on the reviews because, you you know, you have this review thing you do. I, I think I think a lot of gaming websites throw out, real like, perfect scores too much, I guess. Yeah. Um, it, It's one of those things that I think... Uncharted 3 was personally my game of the year last year, but it got a lot of perfect scores. I think the, the, you know a 10 out of 10 or a 100 out of 100 or even a 5 out of 5 should be like impossible to achieve. <laughs> yeah, there's always a flaw in a game in my opinion. Yeah. And yeah. I, I just think sometimes a lot of people just throw perfect scores out at games. I don't know. We've kind of touched upon that with ourselves, not publicly, but uh, basically we've taken the new IGN route about things, which is if you're going to try to give a game a perfect score, you need to plead your case to every single one of the writers. Okay, that, I do like that. let it be known, because there's no reason that a game should be getting a perfect score. Oh, what was... There was someone out there, like, they had a, a 1 out of 10 scale, but they actually had an 11 score. For the de- definitive perfect game. That is bullshit. That, that, I don't care who I offend with that one. That's bullshit. Hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. That, oh, it's lap. embarrassing. Yeah. Like, what, what about that says, oh, well, we have the scale, but I'm going completely off of the scale. I don't mean to get off on a tangent here. But no, go, go do, ahead. Uh, Empty Wallet Gamer takes what we do very seriously, and we love what we do, and we try to save people money. If you're going off the scale like that, you might as well make it a negative score because that is bullshit, and you cannot take that person's word. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's great. Yeah, like, see, I don't, you know, I can find a flaw in every game you give me, even, you know, Uncharted, which is, you know, supposedly perfect. Even, you know, there was flaws in, you know, there's flaws in every game, like Batman, for instance, you know. Red Dead Redemption, L.A. Noir, all the like the big name games and stuff. Call of Duty, there's so many flaws in Call of Duty. It's not to get back on the subject, but there's flaws no, in Battlefield. Stop it. Go, move there's, on. there's flaws <laughs> in Half Life. There's flaws in you know. Oh god, there's flaws in Battlefield. Yeah, there's there's flaws in everything. No game deserves a perfect score. Even no. I don't even think all games I mean, deserve four four point five four. Granted, I, granted, I guess if you do the whole four out of five, like five star system, mm-hmm. that might be. I don't know. That's just like giving it a ten. Perfect. Well, yeah, but I don't know. For me, I I hate the five star system. I've never liked it. I don't agree with it. Just simply because 
you know, you give a game a four out of five, it puts it down. I think it's 80 percent. It goes down, yeah. which isn't a bad score at all. Mm-hmm. But what if it's like a 95 or something yeah. like there's nothing there? Like, I guess four and a half, but that's still what, like 90? That's there's it doesn't shit. really give you. I like the whole like you guys do the percentage, which I think is really cool. Um, I have my like a review template. The way I would do it is like I would have certain categories. I would grade one out of a 10 and then I would, you know, add them up and divide and get the average. Actually, that's what we've we've tossed that idea around to each other uh, multiple times. We're we're actually using a ten point scale, which every ten point scale is actually a twenty point scale. We're doing the same thing. If you notice, everything ends with a, a five or a zero. But, yeah, uh, yeah. The percentage actually kind of changes it a little bit. I don't remember exactly what kind of tangent I was about to get off on here, but uh, basically, yeah, there's too many loopholes in the out of five. Oh, what I was going to get at was like what you said about like breaking it down in the graphics, audio, uh, controls, all that kind of stuff. We talked about doing that, but a lot of companies are doing away with that. Kind of like they got away from headers where you actually in front of it, it said sound and everything. We were doing that, but that was a style that it actually died off in 1996 in the last publication it was in. Hey man, I'm bringing it back. <laughs> oh, you can bring it back. It's kind of archaic at this point in time. Well, I, I, I just think I just think every game should be judged on its parts. Mm-hmm. I, I just think, I mean, I honestly, overall, I don't like really assigning scores to anything. But when people look at reviews, the sad truth is that's what they look for. Yep. They don't look. They, most people don't read reviews, unfortunately, which is something they really should. Then they wouldn't get pissed off about the score. But they're looking for that score, and they're looking for justification. So that's why, like, if, you know, once I start doing reviews, I mean, whatever me and Josh decide to do with it, because mm-hmm. I, I think that's something we're probably going to talk about yeah. eventually. Um, I don't know. I just ha- kind of had, like, I think it was, like, presentation, which included sound, graphics, voice acting, stuff like that. And then there's, like, story, gameplay, and replay value. And then, mm-hmm. like, I graded them all from, like, a 1 to a 10 and then just, you know, got the average. Um, I, I don't know. I, I like that. But, I mean, so- I'm definitely, like... I'm also thinking of different ways to do it. Like I thought about doing reviews where it's just nothing but a written review. And then at the bottom it says buy it or don't buy it or rent. See, that's a really smart way of going about it. And that's kind of helpful. But at the same time, as you said, there's a lot of people who aren't going to read words. They're looking no. for that number. That's they're looking for that there. number. I know because Kotaku, uh, a gaming blog, I don't know if you've checked them out, but they're pretty good. Oh, yeah. Um, th- that's what their review score is. It's kind of like, you know, buy it, pass or something like that. Um, and they give the good points and the bad points too. But uh, the, the sad thing is, is people don't read reviews. They just yeah. they just don't. Uh, and it sucks because there's a lot of great journalists out there. Um, and people get pissed off about scores. But if you just read the review, that you there's justification there. These people got a job for a reason. You know, they're good writers. Read their reviews. Yeah, and the 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 funny thing about Empty Wallet Gamer. Um... Not to keep on patting ourselves on the back or anything, but uh, well, dude, that, I, I feel, that's that's what you're here for. We want you to, you know. I, I feel very lucky about the crew that I have. None of us are journalism majors or anything like that. We're a bunch of gamers that love what we do, and the best thing about it all is every one of them are good writers and we know how to explain what we want to do. And it's turned us into better writers. At this point in time, I'm also writing a book that I 
shouldn't even be talking about because it's kind of a it's a secret thing that's going on right now. But well, I'm you, also you heard it here it. first. You heard it here. Heard first. It here yeah. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> One man in the apocalypse. Uh, so yeah, basically, it's like this has led us all to become better writers and. Uh, we had had a writer named Sean Troutman. He ended up leaving us for uh, some of the stuff that was going on in his life to better himself. And he taught us so much while he was here. And uh, by the way, rest in peace, Sean, even though you're not really dead. I love you. Uh, well, I, I us... almost got really sad there. I said did I. I was oh, like, oh, I was man. like, oh, crap. <laughs> This is what happens every time. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, Sean taught me so much, and the guy is seriously somebody I look up to so much. And uh, me having to edit everybody's article every day is an amazing experience now to see how much he taught everybody. So, you know, everybody needs that kind of person to help them become better writers. And that's not what a lot of people at our level do a lot of them just throw out whatever they want to throw out. Yeah. So it, it's all about that writing technique, no matter how much you believe it or not. And there are people that are still going to be interested in reading. Exactly. Um, but, but it, to, I guess to anyone listening, it, it, you know, with, when it comes to reviews, just read the review. Um, Please. I, I do, I do like video reviews because they kind of sum up, you know, the review, but there's nothing better than a written review. Um, and and I guess for anyone, I, I don't know if you could agree with this, but I guess anyone who wants to get into the whole gaming journalism thing, I would probably, I, I think the best place to start would be just write your own reviews. Even if you don't post them to people, just write. And, uh, absolutely. And just definitely. see what you can do. But do post them. Uh, definitely, that's the only thing I disagree. Post them because that right there is what a lot of people are going to look at. Me writing my own reviews and the crew behind me is what gets us looked at. We are looked at by some bigger companies. And on top of that, you know, do your video reviews, do podcasts, because these are all things that will help you move forward. Also, uh, there's a good book called, I believe it was critical path, uh, how to review video games for a living. Pick that up. It is written by, a dude named Dan Americk, who used to be a video game journalist, and he will tell you how to go about these things the right way without bugging anybody. There you huh. go. Um, yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. I just think more people should read reviews, and uh, it just, just kind of sucks that they just look at the score and they rage about it. Yeah. Especially, yeah. especially on IGN. That place is hostile. Mm-hmm. But you know what? People hate that place, but they still go to it. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. They're, they're the biggest in the world for a reason they've got some great writers as I said you can disagree with me or not they are the best in the business for a reason they hire nothing but the best that they can get absolutely and people are going to tear them apart no matter what we've been torn apart a couple of times it hasn't happened a lot We Tumblr is pretty respectful they're, they're, it's a nerd community it is. Essentially. nerd and, hip, and hipster yeah, hipster too. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's a great place to start out, and uh, we're getting off of there soon just because it's it's not somewhere that can help you get the real numbers. And when yeah. we do see the numbers, it's people that have obviously only been there for a couple of seconds, and they looked at the score, and that was it. Yep. So, you know, it's a good place to start, but uh, I guess I'm announcing it here. We will be moving to a website soon uh, with a brand new logo, and 
definitely be expecting a lot of big things out of Empty Wallet Gamer within the next 365 days. That's right, 365 days. Getting big. And I mean, we're gonna <laughs> obviously we're gonna keep in touch, and uh, we'll definitely let our listeners know. And um, I'm sure we'll touch on this at the end of the podcast as well. But I'm sure you'll be on again. So it could happen. It'll happen. <laughs> It'll happen. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, okay. Well, uh, any other what news? Other news do we have? <laughs> uh, God of War multiplayer. Mm. Oh, okay, God of War multiplayer. We talked about God of War earlier. Uh, God of War Ascension coming out next spring. At least that's the window. Has multiplayer. How do we feel about that? Um, personally, I guess I'll start it off. I don't believe that uh, God of War needs multiplayer. I believe it was a very good standalone game without a multiplayer, such as like Max Payne as well. I don't think it need it's gonna need multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of sad to see both these games get a multiplayer because that means they're not gonna focus. Uh, well, maybe Rockstar is because that's why they pushed it back. But I'm afraid that the uh, production of the actual single player experience won't be as you know good as it should be due to the multiplayer aspect as well. Yeah. I can honestly say I, I agree. I think I, I'm willing to put it out there that I think this will be the worst God of War game, even though it's still going to be really good. But story-wise, I guess that's not really easy to say. What, what, if, what, if, they, what if they have Kratos like break down and cry? Doubtful. He, He's supposed to be a real man now. He cries like, bl- blood of his enemies. <laughs> <laughs> and the ashes of his family. Oh. I, I'm expecting... Moment of silence. Seriously. <laughs> so I'm expecting him to be walking down the road, and he's going to be a happy guy, and he's going to be playing the fiddle all down the road and everything. He's going to be like, hey, Kratos, and he's going to be like, hey, buddy. It, no, it's no he's happy- going to be like, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not covered in the ashes yet from what uh, it's oh, family. Crap, I forgot the name of the producer is. But yeah, he's not supposed to be that Kratos yet. He's not supposed to be a warrior so, I mean, basically it comes down to that, but at the same time with the multiplayer, it does look interesting for what it is mm-hmm. and the class system. If they pulled if they pulled off, it could be pretty decent, I think. I'll go with decent, yeah. Decent, yeah, if that, yeah. But it's still not needed. Like I, I mean, BioShock 2's multiplayer was decent, but eh. it it needed. <laughs> uh David Jaffe actually commented on that. Uh if you don't know, he was the guy behind God of War. Um, when they were making God of War 3, he actually thought about multiplayer, and he said it was more co-op based and nothing like what they're actually doing. Mm-hmm. So take well, that for what it's, it's worth. It's team-based, which which is, you know, it, not everybody fights everybody. It's two teams fighting in the mode they showed in the gameplay video, fighting over in it. Uh, it's like, kind of like an attack and defend. Um, the one team, you know, are fighting over position, and then if one team grabs it, they get a, a super weapon that uh, in turn can damage the boss. That's you know the boss they show was a big it's cyclops. Like competitive and co-op at the same time. Yeah, it's competitive and co-op at the same time. Um, and then the people, the opposite team, has to stop them from using the weapon, and you know blah blah blah. If they if they kill the boss, they score a point, I guess. And then it turns on like kind of capture the flag that way. Or well, if they kill them, they score a point, and then everything resets again, and then you're back to you know who can kill the boss first is pretty much what it is. So it's like attack and defend, you know. That mode, but there's gonna be more modes announced, which I, I don't know. Like if they nail it, it'll be good. If they don't nail it, the whole game's gonna probably suffer from it. Yeah. Ow. Did you, did you drop your laptop again? No. Jeez. Continue. Continue. 
you, you know, listeners, we're never going to get to episode number 10. <laughs> something is going to happen. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm just waiting for my power to go off right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which, oh, if that does happen, you guys can just carry carry on. Just go. I will. Go with, I will. Um, I, I'm not, I, I don't really have a very good personality anyway, so who, who would notice, you know? Come on. <laughs> No, I don't even know if we could actually carry on without fighting. I mean, I, yeah, hate <laughs> yeah. If you if you dropped out, we just it'd be like a four hour debate. Even like, you know how it usually takes like five hours for your like, power company to turn your power back on. You, yeah. you'd sign back on, and we'd still be here five hours later arguing over Shemu about how it, was <laughs> how it was a bad game for his good game. So, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, any anything else you want to touch on God of War? I mean, I don't really think there's much else to really. Not really, just that you can, you know, contribute yourself to a god like Poseidon. Uh, oh, yeah, you can you can side with a god and get special perks. Perks and weapons and stuff. There's a character customization. Don't know how deep it is yet, but uh, there's a character customization. So, um, I mean, like I said, the, the window right now is spring of next year, so there's plenty of time for mm-hmm. more stuff to come out. Well, I'm sure we'll discuss it in more detail uh, in later episodes. But uh, yeah. it's God of War. Also, the other big news was uh, Elder Scrolls MMO. Yeah, that's um, it takes place. Yeah, it's gonna. T- it's between three factions. Um, the and all the races are separated between the factions. I don't know. I can't remember the complete details, but um, it's gonna take place a thousand years before uh Skyrim, so in turn it's gonna put it eight hundred years before Oblivion, and then I can't remember how uh what this time separation was between Oblivion and um, uh Morrowind because it's been so long since I played Morrowind, but um. Man. It's going to be way ahead of time, uh, so I'm interested to see what uh, how that works. Yeah, I, there's a, there's a teaser trailer. Doesn't show anything. Um, yeah, it's just like the show's logo and like a voiceover from Gandalf. I don't know who's voicing that, but <laughs> um, people are saying it's Dumbledore from Harry Potter or, or Dumbledore. Either one. They're they're the same guy, uh, or at least they became the same guy. I yeah. think the original Dumbledore actually died. Yeah, he did. Poor guy. Uh, poor guy. Rest in peace, I guess. Um, <laughs> But I, I don't know. I've I seen screenshots of it. It, I, it looks like Rift, dude. Like, no joke. It, it looks like Rift. Fair enough. I, I don't know. I'm, I was not the biggest fan of Skyrim. Uh, I, I actually really liked Oblivion, really liked Morrowind. So, I mean, I, I guess I'll... I, I'll play it know, play on it. PC. <laughs> well, it's, it, did they say it's coming for consoles? Uh, I'm talking about uh, Skyrim. When you go to play it again, you got to play it on PC oh. because that's where it's at. No joke. Uh, I mean, my main gripes with it Besides the brokenness, was the story and character story, I didn't no. care for. Yeah, whatever. But it's um. I'm Dragonborn. Fusroda and stuff. But um. Fusroda, the only dragon child that I ever used. <laughs> anyway, Elder Scrolls Online, um, scheduled for 2013, and um, as of right now, it's only um, P- uh, PC based. Um, I, so, I can't see it really going consoles. No, no, I can't either. Unless they port it over to next gen, maybe. Maybe, maybe that way. But mm. uh, yeah, say so three factions, um, and the races are divided up between them. Um, there is a class system as well. Um, you have your classes, you know, the typical warrior, rogue, wizard, and branch off from there. <laughs> Excuse me. And um, but yeah, it's gonna spread all across Tamriel. Which if you don't know what Tamriel is, it's the whole wor- the whole world that um, the Elder Scrolls series is wrapped around. So it goes all across Tamriel, not just one continent like Cyrodiil or um, any of the other ones. So uh, I- I'm gonna keep my eye on it because I'm an MMO guy. So 
I will let everybody know like once I get information about it. Uh, Again, another game that's scheduled far off. So yeah, far off. We'll have plenty of time to talk about that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, staying on Elder Scrolls real quick. Um, the name, Sky, the oh, name, DLC? yeah, the name for the DLC has been announced. It's Dawn Guard. Um, other than that, not too many more details have been released, except like we explained in the earlier episode about um, the uh, code in the game hinting towards snow elves and. Um, in the patch, rather, hinting towards snow elves and crossbows. They're going to talk about it at E3. At E3. Uh, also, I believe. And it's coming out to uh, Xbox 360 exclusive f- a month earlier than everybody else, I believe. Uh, or it might just stay exclusive to Xbox 360. Ooh. So mm. um, that's up in the air still. So I guess we'll wait. Well, I, I heard that game didn't run that well on the Xbox either. So. No, I don't see. Because I guess Bethesda is so far up Microsoft's ass, it's ridiculous because that's all... When they demo their games, it's always on 360. It's always, you know, Xbox this, Xbox that. Well, we use the Xbox to create things around it, blah, 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 blah. That's kind of why I hate Bethesda, because they're doing the, oh, Microsoft special bullshit. So, you know, I'm kind of losing respect for them. It's just whoever throws the most money at them, exactly. I guess, at this point. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. <clears throat> Eric, Eric, you have a strong opinion on Bethesda, don't you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely do. Uh, Bethesda... It's one of those companies that, you know, when I, when Oblivion was out, I loved Oblivion, but uh, Skyrim came out, and it just didn't work properly. On top of that, uh, Fallout, well, Fallout New Vegas wasn't even, Bethesda was, that was the other company. Is there a strong uh, wind in your room, Josh? <laughs> no, that's not me. Oh, I'm sorry, that's probably me. My bad. Uh, Jesus Christ, Eric. <laughs> no, go ahead. Man, I'm ruining everything. <laughs> <Go ahead>. uh, <laughs> Yeah, basically, it's it's the point that they're they're putting out games that are not complete, and then they decide, oh, we're, we're going to patch it. You're giving us the patches too late, and at this point in time, I have an Xbox that has been struck by lightning, and it killed my Ethernet port, so I don't get to play DLC. Ouch. So, yeah, so, like, my Arkham City, I didn't even get to play as Catwoman. Oh, Doesn't man. Matter. But, you know, that was supposed to be in the game as it was, but... Hell, Arkham City was so good it made up for it anyways. But basically, I don't get the patches, and Bethesda relies too much on it instead of doing what some companies do, kind of like with Prey 2, where they're, they've are they delayed that game so much. You know, that hasn't been worked but, on since November of 2011. Eh, kind of not shocked by it, but at the same point in time, Human Head Studios is no longer doing it, apparently. And yeah, there's rumblings that they're they, probably taken off of it. Yeah, they they actually released a press or did a press release that said, "Hey, we want to put out the best product that we can for you. We're really pushing this back." So, that's something I'd like to see out of Bethesda, and something I don't think Bethesda will ever do because, uh, kind of like the Call of Duty series and Activision, they make a shitload of money. Bethesda makes a shitload of money because everybody's like, oh my god, this game's so fucking huge. Well, you added too much shit too late for me to get, for me to care at all. Right. Well, broken at least, game, broken game. At least you get to play the Game of the Year editions. Like, Bethesda came out, I haven't played the um, Ultimate Edition of Fallout New Vegas because I said fuck it on consoles. I couldn't do it anymore. I think, I don't know if I explained that in a last podcast or anything, but um, I got, I downloaded the DLC and I walked out of a building froze instantly. I restarted my PS3 three times, and still the same effect, and I said, fuck it, I'm done with consoles, I got it on the PC. 
Um, so I don't know if they fixed that patches in like the uh, Ultimate Edition or whatever, but it's, they shouldn't have to do that. It should be automatically fixed before they send out a whole new edition with all the DLC with it and stuff. So I, I don't know. Yet, yet this studio won Game of the Year, or Studio of the Year, by the way. It did. Yes, it did. When when you walked out of that building in New Vegas, not to get off on this, but uh, mm-hmm. was it was it that bar? No, actually, it was um in the DLC. It was in Old World Blues. It was the think tank, mm-hmm. the very first thing you walk out of, and and it froze. I couldn't play Old World Blues, which was depressed because I heard it was one of the best DLCs out of the Fallout series, next to the Lonesome Road, and you know I really, really, really wanted to play it because it took you to a spot that I really wanted to see in the Fallout lore, or New Vegas lore rather, and. And then I just couldn't do it, so I haven't even finished on the PC because I've just been so pissed at Bethesda and Fallout lately that I just haven't uh, fired it back up. So I actually ran into one of the funniest glitches in that game. There's a part where if you pick up a certain cowboy hat and you put it on, it ends up killing off half of the game's map. So if you go anywhere near it, it ends up freezing your game completely. Wow. Wow, that's yeah. stupid. Is that Xbox only, or is that... Uh, I believe it is an Xbox-only glitch, yes, but at the same point in time, they should have made sure their game worked properly. Yeah. It's it's a laziness upon developers. Every now. time Bethesda sends out a game, it's broken. Every single time, it's broken. Oh, come on now. Rogue Warrior? Game of the Year? Come on. No, well, you're true. Rogue Warrior was pretty fantastic. But Brink? I mean, like, Br- Brink? Dude, Brink. Listen, let me tell you something about Brink. <laughs> that game is a pile of shit. <laughs> it's a pile of <laughs> A, I was so hyped on that game. I pre-ordered it. I, I was day one that it, you know, I seen a trailer. I was like, dude, that looks so sick. Pre-ordered it. Another thing about Brink. Another thing about Brink. Why the hell weren't there no females in Brink? Yeah, true. Yeah, it does. I guess. Yeah, but are there really females in any of these first-person shooters besides? Uh, apparently, Blops Two is going to have a female character now. Sweet, good. We can Battle, Battlefield some- Three. During that, during that, uh, you play as a jet fighter chick. Hell yeah, jet, yeah, jet fighter chick. Oh, that's true. I forgot all about that. Yeah, that's right. I, I mean, it's nice because we're actually finally getting to see different genders and different races and different sexualities. And in I think games. that, in conjoining with that, I think that brings more people, more different uh, area of people to the games. Oh wow, I get to be. This is an example. Oh wow, I get to be like a. A actual like the girls and like you know the different races and stuff like that when they see themselves in like a game I don't know I always get this thing like holy pop chainsaw <laughs> oh my god uh, anyway we'll get to that in a second because I can say so much about that game that you know uh, just go look at the zombie gone trailer that's all I gotta say about that <laughs> um but yeah I think it brings a whole new audience to the games when they see like different uh, races and you know uh, different sexes in the games it appeals to a uh, more broader you know, it's like when I play MMOs. I play as a girl, yeah, because I don't want to, like, you know, stare at a guy's ass the whole entire time I'm playing the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> Virtual ass or not, I don't want to stare at a, I don't want to stare at a guy the whole time. That's just all there is to that. I mean, some people may feel different about that, you know, if you swing that way, but I, you know. <laughs> Fair enough. That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> just no more stereotypical characters. That's all I ask. Yeah. Yeah, you're not gonna get away. You're not gonna get away from it though. Yep. No, not not anytime soon, apparently. No, but another problem at Brink, they advertised the shit out of multiplayer, but yet it had no lobby. No. Yeah. yeah if you're gonna fine. advertise multiplayer, I don't care if you blatantly rip off Call of Duty or Halo. 
put a goddamn lobby system in it. Even dirt, a fucking racing game, has, has a, lobby. a lobby. Yeah. Come on. A good lobby, too. A very good lobby. And a game that you push multiplayer has no lobby. You know, are you kidding me? Like, even make, just put a half-ass lobby in there. But they had nothing. It was so difficult to play with friends. It, it was. It was. Stupid. It was. You could almost not, unless you invited them and there was an open spot in your room. That's the only well, way. And, and that and the game lagged like shit and just, just ran like poop. And the the, uh, the taking the spot. I know there was like a couple online modes, but where you took the like the health stations or like the armor stations or ammo stations or whatever the hell they were. Yeah. They added like one little tiny smidget to your stuff, and it didn't even really make a difference if you captured them or not. I've beaten. I won matches where we didn't even capture anything. We just went for the objective and won. Yeah. Because it that multiplayer was so broken, and it's just terrible. Moving on. <sighs> Bethesda should not have won Studio of the Year. They should not have. No. Rocksteady or uh, Night Dog. Mm-hmm. Yep. Agreed. Heavily. Especially on the, rock, on the Rocksteady part. But, you know, uh, everyone was sucking the Skyrim penis. Uh, I said it. <laughs> Listen, I, I love the world they created in Skyrim. Fantastic world. A lot of awesome stuff, but no, that game was, was disappointing, in my opinion. But I know I'm angry a lot of people saying that. I don't really care. I'm not really angered. They could have changed a lot. Like, a lot they could have changed and did away with and not and added some other stuff in its place. But I think what saved it for me was the actual world, like you said. And I got involved in it, you know. No, the world's fantastic, but... Uh, it just and again the whole broken thing. Like I don't. People always say, "Well, it's a big game. It has a lot of stuff." Uh, yeah, there's other big games with a lot of shit Red that Dead run yeah. fine. Red Dead Redemption, mm-hmm. Mass Effect, The Witcher. The Witcher Two runs perfectly fine on the 360, and that is a pretty damn. And now it's it's more linear and, and not as much open world as Skyrim, but it it runs damn good. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's no excuse for it. If you have to push it back, I don't care. Like that, you you need to do that. That's why it's kind of refreshing that. Uh... Uh, Rockstar pushed back Max Payne because yeah. I really want I, this I, I to think, be good. I think that was I think that was for multiplayer though. I really do. Regardless, I mean, even if they're touching up little things in the main story, I just it looks good. It looks promising. I'm excited for Max Payne, so I I just want it to be the best it can be. So I don't know. What time do we are we running on here, Josh? Do you? Do? I have no clue. I know we're no running, clue. We're running over an hour. I know that much. All right, well, fair enough. I, I figured since we have a guest today, but uh, a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, I, you know, there, there is one more news story I do want to cover. Um, I wanted to touch on PlayStation All-Stars, but I think uh, we'll save that um, for another podcast. Unless anyone has objection to that. No, I'm no, good. Go ahead. Cover. Oh, fair enough. Um, uh, it, it, this news story is about um, a $100 Xbox system. Um, and this is actually kind of goes into our second uh, question ever. Uh, emailed question. Um, this time is from Adam, and he is wondering, what are your thoughts on Microsoft's decisions to offer a subsidized Xbox with contract, with early termination fee and everything? Do you think Sony will do something similar with PlayStation Plus? Uh, before we answer that, I'd like to say thanks, Adam, for uh, sending the question in. I know Adam, he's a good guy. Uh, you too can send in a question to um, the podcast at galacticgamingnews at gmail.com. We actually gave a question of the week um, on the last episode, but we didn't get any replies back. So I guess we can use it uh, again this week, you know, just to see. Well, we'll do that at the end. So go ahead and continue. That is the question of the week. <laughs> no, I mean, like, no, we we actually asked a question. Oh, we asked the question. Okay. Oh, so, but we'll just. I, do, I forgot about that, actually. That, yeah. There we go. Uh, but, yeah, the, uh, but you can uh, email us at galacticgamingnews at gmail.com or 
Uh, and Facebook message will work as well. Uh, we're on Facebook now at facebook.com slash Galactic Gaming News. We're also on Tumblr. Uh, Tumblr. Wait, no. What is it? What is Tumblr's? <laughs> Galactic, uh, Galactic Gaming News. Oh, there you go. Don't I don't even know our own website. Don't even. Well, I just started it, damn it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, on Tumblr too, we got an ask box on there. So uh, there's many ways to get a hold of us uh, to ask a question. So please don't be afraid to ask a question. If you want to put anonymous, that's perfectly fine. Or specify, hey, I don't want my name to be, you know, that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but just ask us some questions. Come on, people. And if you want to be on the show also, I mean, Eric's on. We have no problem. As long as you have decent mic and a decent internet connection, we'll put you on. And don't be afraid to do that. Mm. We're not that bad, huh, Eric? Uh, I mean, we are. He is in an, in an empty room right now. We're starving him, refusing to give him water. But other than that, it's pretty good, right? I've been beaten a lot here. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, on to the question. Again, I'll read it again. What are your thoughts on Microsoft's decision to offer a subsidized Xbox with contracts with early termination fee and everything? Do you think Sony will do something similar with PlayStation Plus? Uh, I don't think Sony will do anything. Sony like doesn't this. need to. They don't need to. No. Plain and simple. Nope. Um, Sony will do something like that. They have a better business model. Uh-huh. Fair enough. Um, I, I think it's stupid. I mean, I guess... It, to, if no one knows, uh, there, there's rumblings. I don't know if it's been com- officially confirmed, but there's rumblings that Microsoft's going to offer a $100 Xbox. It'll be a 4 gig, comes with Connect, a controller for $100, but you'll have to pay $15 per month, and that's a two-year contract. And if you want to opt out, there's a termination fee, basically like a cell phone. See, the thing with that is, like, after the two years is up, or what, however long the contract, they even, like, you come with new contracts or whatever, do they kick in your door and hey, do you want to keep your Xbox or do you want us to take it? Like, how do they, you know, do uh-huh. the MAC address ban it or like? It, it might be one of those things where like, hey, your your subscription's out. You unless you renew it, the renew the contract, you can't get on Xbox Live with this system. I don't know. But you still get a free Xbox. You can just get it and then take your Xbox and. I don't. Know. You know. I, I that's why I, I'm interested to see if this is true because it's. If it's true, it's, I don't know, stupid. I mean, I don't know. Eric, you're more of the Xbox guy. I mean, I have an Xbox, but I don't really care to, to be in all the Microsoft things. I mean, it, do you know anything about this? Do you, what is your opinions on it? Anything at all? My The only opinion I can really have on it is this is all it's all conjecture at this point in time. But, uh, you know, for some kind of news like this to be covered by some of the bigger gaming sites, I, I think that means that we're more along the lines of this actually being true. And if something like this happens, this could be a bad sign for the future of console gaming. And we're probably going to see a lot more people gaming on iPhones and stuff. Oh, I hope not. I really, I really don't. I mean, no, nothing against iPhone games. Some of them are fun, but God, man. Sony and Sony and Nintendo, please stick to your guns. Yeah. I mean, Ninten- Nintendo, your guns are weird, but stick to them. <laughs> uh, uh, Sony, Sony, stick to your guns as well. I, I love what Sony's doing, even though they're losing a lot of money. Just stop fucking making TVs, please. <laughs> or yeah, the, tablets or whatever you're doing. That's the interesting thing with Sony. Uh, they they put Kaz Harai in charge now, and now we get to see what he's going to do. But the thing is, PlayStation didn't lose any money. They gained money. Yeah, PlayStation's, Sony, a, PlayStation's a successful brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. It's all the other shit that Sony's doing is just terrible. 
it, it's it's a highly successful brand for a reason. They have a good business model, and on top of that, you you add in features like PlayStation Plus. Yeah, you're paying for it, but at the same time, they give you free games. You're getting so much with that. It's optional. It's, it's not like Xbox it's, Live yeah, where it's you not have forced. to pay for it. I saw an interesting article recently where somebody was talking about how much they paid a year and the the amount of free games they got, and they figured out that they got over twelve hundred dollars worth of free shit. Basically. I read I read that. Yeah, he, he took an account every like free thing and discount thing, and it it, it, it like if you bought everything, you would save twelve hundred dollars or something like that. Um, yeah. which is. I mean, regardless, okay, some months are slow for PlayStation Plus. I'll be the first to admit that, mm-hmm. and I'm a big supporter of it. But this month, we got Awesome Knots for free, which is a fantastic game. We got Trine 2 for free, which is fairly it's, it's good. Mediocre. I, I'm not a fan, but it's good, and it's a free game. It's a $15 game for free. You, we got uh, two Castlevania PS1 Classics for free. Uh, a lot of discounts. You get free themes, free avatars. I, I can go on and on. Last month, we got Shift 2. And the discount on um, House of the Dead 4, which was nice. Yeah, discount on that. Uh, your month before that was Far Cry. Every month they're, uh, they're releasing a big game, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's actually a survey floating around. This is a rumor as well. I don't know if you, any of you have I've, seen this. I've looked at it, yeah. But um, apparently there's a survey that Sony's sending out to some people asking them what they would better like to see. And um, there's different plans. I didn't look into it too much to, to memorize the, what the plans um, were the one plans there uh there's one that's 24.99 a month and then the two stay the same price that it is now um what it is is they base it on how many actual full uh blu-ray downloadable games for the playstation like full games that uh when they want to release per month uh some of the options are 10 5 and 1 and then that varies on your price and then you have um just uh, downloadable games in general up to uh like 60 um throughout the year throughout the year throughout the year um, that is for free fantastic um, and then there's like uh, 30 and then like 10 but you can well, and one one of them is also Call Duty uh, Call of Duty Elite uh, none of them actually right now have Call of Duty Elite package well that was I, I think that was a rumor that is a rumor going. they're um, contemplating on whether to put it in or not because if you look at the chart none of them have Call of Duty Elite yeah. out of the three options yeah um, but just from what I can remember that's just some of the stuff that they're um, going to offer it's going to be like for free too so I mean it's you know just something to think about well I mean it's one of those things that's, it's going to be optional obviously but mm-hmm. to have that many options based yeah. on what, what you want to pay mm-hmm. you know I think that's fantastic absolutely I mean I pay the uh, every three months it automatically renews yeah I just I just leave it on that I mean whatever um, and I, I'm so satisfied I would pay more for PlayStation Plus I, I would have no problem doing that I think it's a fantastic service. I get so much awesome stuff. Now, could you imagine if we paid, you know, like for the year, like sixty bucks for the year instead of the fifty? Like that yeah. would even, you know, allow for more. Like Xbox is sixty bucks a year, and even PlayStation Plus is cheaper. It's just we get a lot more stuff for. I'm not gonna say we, but PlayStation in general users get a lot more stuff than you know Xbox does. I don't even think they get free anything, do they? Except for demos. I don't know. I don't have. Yeah, it's just demos. I mean, there's there's more apps and everything, but those apps are like, oh, come watch this. Well, it's like a YouTube app. It's like, well, I'm going to get on my computer because it's right next to me. Yeah. And it's much quicker. Exactly. Gamers want a game, and that's exactly what PlayStation offers. Xbox is Microsoft really trying to make this an all-in-one entertainment center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want a game. That's all I want to do. I just want to sit down and I want to play a good game that can tell me the same kind of story and allow me to interact. Me exactly. too. But I mean, I, we've touched on it in previous 
podcast. PlayStation Plus is awesome. I, I, there was rumors that Microsoft would, was trying to maybe do something like that, but I don't know. They never never happened, I guess. Doubtful, but, because as money-hungry as Microsoft yeah. is, they would, oh, we want you to pay $50 a month since we're giving you all this stuff. You know, It's, just, it's like I already got to pay for my internet provider. I'm not, I don't want to pay to play online. Right. You know, good I mean, job, I, Sony. Keep up the good work. That's all yeah, I got to say. Please, please don't change that. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's a great business model. I mean, you have PlayStation Plus, which is optional, but you can play for free online. Like if, if if the developers want to do some other kind of paid thing for their game, fine, let them. But you stay free. I mean, that is awesome. I love that. And that's a great selling point too. I mean, I just don't want to see them go down the road of you have to pay to play online. Absolutely I don't, I don't, not. I don't like it. Um, and like I said, Xbox Live, I think is a mediocre service at best. Before I I, I did back in the original Xbox, I thought Xbox Live was phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. Now I just think it's mediocre. I, Mm. Absolutely. I'd... I I have three words on PlayStation. I don't know if you guys are going to agree with me on this or not, but DC Universe Online. I have a PC now that can play it. So I did play it on the PlayStation. It was fu- I was mad because I paid for it, and then they renounced it for free. Ooh. Yeah, so I didn't pay for the whole lifetime, thank God. I only paid for like a couple months, and they announced it for free, and I just said, F you. I'm not going to, you know, Sony Online Entertainment kind of pissed me off right there. So, um, I don't know. I, I'm i up in the air about DC. It was good when I played it, but, you know. I liked it. Uh, up to the uh, Sony Online Entertainment thing, since uh, Empty Wallet Gamer has a good relationship. I love you guys. <laughs> there you go. Um, well, so you get special th- treatment, unlike us. We don't get, you know, oh, hey, we'll do special server maintenance just for you. <laughs> <laughs> They don't do that for us either. They just support us on some of the things that we do. They don't Lies. financially support us. We 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 love them though. I, I'm not gonna. When I did my DCUO uh, article or my review for it, I didn't go above and beyond just to kiss its ass. I mm-hmm. love the game to death, but I didn't give it a perfect score. Right. I did like that game though. I, I thought it was pretty good. It was neat. Yeah. That was our question of of this week uh, that was from Adam again thank you Adam for the question I hope we answered it sufficiently and I'm sure more news will come about this like I said they're like you said Eric they're it's being covered on main main websites so I'm sure there's some truth to this anyway mm-hmm. um, it's I don't know another way for Microsoft to make a buck I guess uh, I've seen some articles actually I didn't read bother reading the articles I should have just to have a better opinion on it but uh, some articles actually uh commended this i guess is the word uh, they liked it i don't i don't know i don't think it's a very good model but that's just me um but yeah i mean anything else guys uh that's it um i just like to throw out the uh question of the of last week this oh, week wait, as well wait i gotta do new releases real quick okay new releases not much so this is gonna be quick uh this week Terra for the pc Boop. sniper elite for 360 pc and ps3 i recommend it go check it out Mortal Kombat for the Vita, so a good game for the Vita, but everyone's already played it. Uh, Fable Heroes for the 360. Mm. And by that side, you should know yes. not, not to get yeah. that game. Uh, and Awesome Nuts, which is awesome, so buy that one. Or, or get it for free for PlayStation Plus, whatever. Um, yeah, that was new releases. All right. I'm sure we'll go into more, a lot more in-depth on Awesome Knots in the next episode. I'm sure we, we're, go- we're going to. I, I definitely want to. I want to get your ass on there so we can play that. Um, <laughs> Basically, put this way, it reminds me of Dota and League of Legends. Oh, well, there you go. I, I, it's fantastic. Anyway, go ahead. All right. Well, um, the question that we asked last week was because we talked a little bit about uh, Sony uh, or PlayStation's All Star Game, kind of like Super Smash Brothers. Um, 
and we got into a little discussion about who we would like to see in the game, Sony-related or not, or just game-related in general. Um, so what we asked was, who would you guys like to see in as a character selection? You know, whether it be Isaac Clarke or Solid Snake or, you know, Jack and Daxter or, you know, Ratchet and Clank, whoever it may be out of, like, any game franchise on the PlayStation or not since Nintendo brought in Snake. Well, I guess Twin Snakes was whatever, but... Um, and we're going to keep asking until someone answers. Yeah, keep that's how it'll be the question until somebody answers. <laughs> because I'm really curious to know like who people would like to see in that game. So, um, Other than that, uh, I, that's all I got for uh, this week. Right. Eric, do you want to add anything before we close? Uh, just uh, check out EmptyWalletGamer.tumblr.com and expect soon an EmptyWalletGamer.com. Oh, there we go. There you go. And uh, I do... I do I would definitely, if you guys are listening, check them out. They have really good reviews over there, um, really good editorials as well, some good articles. So check them out. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously for us, uh, always email us if you got a question, like Adam did this week, like Eric did last week or two weeks ago, wasn't it? It's was two weeks ago, but we answered it. La- we answered it last week because mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually didn't check the email. Sorry, Eric. Don't be mad at me. <laughs> it happens. Uh, but yeah, it, galacticgamingnews at gmail dot com uh, is our email. Uh, or you can get get at us at Facebook, facebook.com slash galacticgamingnews or Tumblr, galacticgamingnews.tumblr.com. I think I got that right. <laughs> <laughs> or if you know us in person, if, you, if you're if you a friend who knows us and lives next to us, knock on our door and ask us. Absolutely. Give us something. <laughs> or shoot him in the dick and see if it really falls off. Yeah. Or, or, I, please don't do that. that that actually reminds me of 21 jump street the movie at the end of the movie some guy gets shot in the dick and it literally falls off and it's on the ground right there it's <laughs> that's like that's like hostile too if you guys no, yeah no way it is <laughs> anyhow um anyway i think in closing um i really want to thank from both of us i want to thank eric for coming on the show and taking time out of his schedule to come on the show twice twice, twice. because <laughs> we lost the first one yeah, so. it, we had we had the first one completely done, mm-hmm. um, and then your computer thing happened. Yeah, my recording software apparently just doesn't work with this new update of Skype. So, it I thought it was recording last week, and it only recorded my voice. Huh. In so. all fairness, I will say this episode is definitely a lot better than the other one we did. Huh. Huh. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, it, I, I it it did was good. We didn't have uh, you had hail at your house. Last yeah, time. yeah, it was hailing and storming and everything, and I ended up losing connection and reconnecting at some point in time. So, well, yeah, all kinds of issues, and this time there was no issues and uh, less argument. Yeah, very less argument. <laughs> but like Josh said, I mean, I, we really do appreciate you coming on. Um, I, talk I really us. appreciate being here. You yeah. guys are doing a really good thing here. I mean, you, we, you know, you've told us how busy you are, and I, I can only imagine with all the reviews and people you have to juggle around and stuff like that. And uh, to come on here twice for us is, is awesome. Thank you for that. And uh, keep up the good work over there. Tell your guys, you know, we really like what they do over there. And uh, absolutely, make sure they check us out as well. Um, oh, they they do. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll uh, also keep uh, sending traffic your way. Uh, we'll be sure to mention you guys um, in all of our episodes to you know try and what little traffic we have to try and send them over to you guys too. So. Well, I think we'll be uh, doing the same thing. Every time you guys release a new episode, we'll be sending people your guys' way also. That'd be fantastic. I, I, I think we have a, a little handshake working agreement, basically. Yeah. yeah. If, if I could shake your hand right now, I would. But oh. obviously oh. I can't. So. We'll pretend I'm shaking the air. I, I, oh, I'm right, shaking the air. Okay. 
I was well, going to say group hug, but I didn't want to be, you know. Yeah. <laughs> earth shatter, earth shattering agreement. You heard it here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but again, yeah. Thanks for coming. Uh, hope you had fun. Had a blast, honestly. Good. Yeah, Good news. That's, uh, and again, for any of you guys who are listening, and you know, even if you're a shy person and maybe you want to get out there, maybe you're doing something as well, uh, like he, like Eric is with Empty Wallet Gamer. Uh, come on and and you know, talk about it. Uh, we have no problem with that. I mean, and if you don't want to be on the whole sh- whole episode, that's no problem. We'll have you for a segment or something. I mean, yeah. uh, we want to get you guys more involved and get you guys on here. Uh, we don't have much traffic now, but uh, we're going to get there. And uh, we want to, you know, let, you know, get yourself out there, get your name out there. And if you're not doing anything and just want to come on and shoot the shit, that's perfectly fine, too. Uh, don't be afraid, you know. Although if you do have a bad mic, we will. Yeah, probably tell you. We that. will yell at you. And, you know, no, we'll politely tell you no. <laughs> Because uh, we want to keep things running smoothly here, so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, that's all I got. Uh, Josh, anything? Uh, no, that's it. Uh, like I said, be sure to check out um, Eric's and his staff's uh, Empty Wallet Gamer. Um, like I said, really good reviews and editorials there. Um, really big group of guys. If if they're anything like Eric, they're really a bunch of great good guys over there. So. Um, they're all six foot six and six foot six, foot six 280 pounds, big yeah. guys. We, we have a lady. We also have a lady. And they have and a lady. She is very intelligent and knows her shit. So there you uh, go. Also look for stuff from Phoenix. She's very good. Well, cool name go. too. Really good name, yeah. All right, but that about wraps up episode number five. Halfway to number halfway to ten. Halfway to ten. Double digits. It'll get there eventually, <laughs> <laughs> barring barring technical mishaps. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah but this. This has been episode number five of the Galactic Gaming News Podcast. Um, again, thanks, for Eric, Eric, for coming on. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, uh, thanks for listening, guys. All right, guys, we will see you guys episode six.